Welcome to I'm Him, an NBA podcast. This is our second episode. I'm Mark Kaplan, here with... Aiden Kaplan. And we have about four things to talk about today. Uh, we're going to talk about some personal sort of uh, opinions of ours, which are what are five active players you'd want to meet and what you'd want to learn from them. Talk about that. Then we'll talk about our ranking for the 23-24 teams in the Western and Eastern Conferences and which order they're going to finish. Uh, this isn't who's going to win the playoffs. This is just the order they're going to finish at the end of the regular season. Just our opinion. Our opinion. And then we have, we're going to rank our our... MVP candidates, who we think is going to finish one through eight. Yep. And then finally, we'll have a list of each of our opinions on most and least exciting teams to watch this year. So let's get to the first part. So this question is, we're going to take five active players and we're going to take five players who are retired. Each of us will give our opinion on those players, the ones that we picked, um, and why we would want to meet them and what we want to learn from them. Um, I'll go first. I'll go through my first two, and then you go through your first two, and then we'll do the last three, okay? Okay, so for me, the first two I had on the list, there's no real order here, but these are just the ones that came to my mind first, are Clay Thompson and Jimmy Butler. So first, Clay, I'd love to meet him and learn about what makes him tick. He seems like such a, just a cool guy, just like a cool personality, very easygoing. He, from what I can tell, rides his bike to work some of the time. He drives his boat around. He reads the newspaper. He just seems to be a very tranquil kind of person. So I'd really love to learn kind of what makes him tick and how he maintains that motivation, being such kind of a uh, relaxed guy. So I'd love to learn that from him. Jimmy Butler wasn't a really highly acclaimed player coming into the league. He was, you know, not a first pick or anything like that. And he has shown himself to be a real fierce, fierce competitor competitor. So I'd also like to know what motivates him and how he pushes himself. And he's been in lots of situations where maybe other people don't push themselves the way he thinks they should. And so how does he how does he deal with those kinds of situations and um, how can he turn it into something positive? Those are my top two. How about you? All right. So I got um, Russell Westbrook. You know, his confidence, it, it never stops. You know, he, he always believes in himself. Uh, his abilities, well, especially to just change the pace of the game, how's it, how it's played for his team in a positive way also i'd like to ask him how does he never you know let the hate get to his head and always perform well, not always perform great but if he performs bad one night the next night hope you know he won't perform terrible every single night he just does his thing right he's just yeah he, he just he, he's focused i guess and has a belief in himself yeah laser focused i guess simply put that's a great one all right i got demar Rosen. I'd ask him, well, I wouldn't ask him this. I just love the way he, you know, scores the ball, especially from mid-range in his athleticism and how he, you know, puts in so much hard work, how he came from, you know, Compton, I think, right? I believe so, yeah. Yeah, Um. and, you know, he put in the work and became one of the best in his draft class, so. You love the mid-range. I do, yes. Well, you should know about me. I love <laughs> the mid-range. Okay, so my uh, third, fourth, and fifth, Jokic, Draymond, and I think those two are really a lot for the same reason. Jokic, another player who didn't, I think people weren't expecting expecting a ton from him when he, when he came into the league. There's a lot of guys drafted maybe that have that similar profile, European players who kind of, we don't know what to expect from. Um, and Jokic is the best player in the league, so I, I'd love to know how he 
got there, but also he seems like somebody, maybe a little bit like Clay, who has other focuses and interests besides basketball. Yeah. Some guys, maybe more the Jimmy Butler type, seem like they're all about basketball. You know, they're all, when they're on the court, they're all about that. I'm sure there's more to Jimmy Butler than, than just that, but yeah. but Jokic definitely seems like a different kind of person. He seems like more. when the game's over, he's not thinking about that at all. He's not dwelling on it, so I'd love to know about that. Um, Draymond, for the same reason, in terms of he wasn't a high, he was actually a second-round pick, uh, yeah. just like Jokic. Um, I think Jokic was even further down than Draymond. Uh, yeah, in the second round. I think the reason why Draymond was, you know, not in a first round, he was much better than all the other guys who got drafted ahead of him. It's just he didn't. Well, I think I didn't. I think he didn't have a like position or something. Or they yeah, didn't know what position yeah. to well, put him at. Time has shown us he doesn't need a position. Yeah, <laughs> he does just fine without a position. But yeah, uh, that that makes sense. I, I think. I don't know if his athleticism either was ever jumping off the page. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in terms of his basketball knowledge, his IQ, and how he employs that. Passing, reading defenses, all that stuff. So I'd love to know about that. And the last one I had was Aaron Gordon for a different reason. He's from San Jose. Uh, I live in San Jose. We live in San Jose. So I'd love to just meet him, talk about San Jose. He's a pretty high draft pick. Four. Uh, Number four, and he's an extremely athletic player. So I'd love to just... Talk about San Jose with him. Um, so that that's my list. How, how about your th- your three next three? All right, Jokic for one of the reasons he's really chill. You know, he he wasn't always super focused on basketball, but he he was actually you know I mean as you said he wasn't a high draft pick, but he proved everyone wrong that he probably should have gone number one that class. Definitely. Um. So yeah, that's my three. My four is Chris Paul. For his basketball IQ and his ball handle and stuff like that, especially his passing though, he he just passes the ball like so easily and how his how he can still hold up as well not one of the best point guards in the league, but he's he's you know he's still in the league. Some guys who are like in their late thirties or almost forties aren't even in the league anymore mm-hmm. or can struggle to find a team. So. But it's a similar reason I think that I chose Draymond, which is his. Basketball IQ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not just his physical attributes, but his sort of basketball IQ. Okay, who's number five for you? All right, number five is kind of... Okay, it, it's, it's Lonzo. Lonzo. Okay. He's uh, injured all this year now. Yeah, yeah, I know. It, it's, it's sad. So I, he has time to talk to you. Yeah. <laughs> I hope. Um, I think, you know, he's... I mean, he was drafted pretty high. I think number two, right? Yeah, with a lot of controversy, too, because of his dad. Yeah, and I don't really like his dad. But... I think it, on the basketball court, he can, you know, kind of... He's such a great passer. He's also great on defense. I say he just needs to stay healthy. I think and he, he needs can, to work on his shot. His shot's not bad. When he came to the league, it was bad, though. But he still needs to keep working on it. Yeah, especially his mid-range shot. But he's going to kind of be out of the league for two years, basically. Yeah, I, I hope he can come back strong. I think there's someone else. But, yeah, Lonzo. Just because okay. of his passing, his defense, especially, you know, he's one of the taller point guards. Sounds good. Uh, do you want to start with the retired list? So this, these are five players who are retired. All right. Uh, who you'd like to talk to, have a conversation with, ask some questions to, or maybe learn something from. All right. Start with your top two that, that, that come to your mind first. All right. Paige Stajakovic. The unconventional choice. Mm, yep. All right. Especially because of his scoring on, I, I want to ask him about, you know, how, how he feels on the game. If he thinks that he would fit better in when he played the 2000s, or do you think he'd fit better on a team who emphasizes, you know, three-point scoring, perimeter scoring, stuff like that. I don't know. I want to ask him that. And to see if he thinks that his era was better in the current era, or if he wishes he played then because he'd get to use the three-point score that he was really good at 
and you know I think he didn't really get a chance to do that much. I mean, he, he just because the offenses weren't set up that way. Yeah, like the Warriors' offense is, is probably the most unique. So yeah, I, I want to ask him that basically. Okay. That makes sense. Who's right. Number two for you. Number two. Um, Allen Iverson, his his fearlessness. You know, he probably wasn't. I mean, I know he wasn't the tallest guy on the court, but he acted like it. Finishing, dunking on people, breaking their ankles. <laughs> I mean, he, he had a big influence on basketball. He wasn't the best, but he was probably one of the most popular. So yeah, Allen Iverson. Okay, that's a great H- one. How about yours? Yeah, for me, so number one it would probably be Charles Barkley because I was a huge Barkley fan growing up, and I loved what he did with the size that he had. He could get you 15 rebounds a game. Um, I maybe averaged 12 or so per, per game on, on when he was in his prime. Um, but he wasn't the biggest guy. He was 6'5", six, 6'6", six, six, and he just knew how to use his body. He knew how to use his technique to go get you rebounds. And he was a scorer, too. He could score 30 points, and he did a lot of time. He averaged in, in the upper 20s in, in a bunch of his seasons. So, so he definitely, I feel like, is somebody who is a unique kind of player. Um, you know, I think he gets compared to Draymond a lot. I don't think the comparison's that justified they're very different players there's maybe a similar mentality i'm not the biggest guy but i'm still going to have like an outsized impact on this game um even at a position there's a lot of big guys so i think that's why people compare them but there's a big difference in their games you know yeah, yeah. um reggie miller is 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 my number two i love i just love he was such a pure shooter such a great shooter and he's a little bit ahead of his time in terms of how willing he was to just launch from three um he's definitely one of the best shooters of all times so I'd love to know more about what he thinks about the game today, uh, how he thinks he would have done in the game today, um, the way the spacing is and, and the way the fouls are called differently. But also, um, if he thinks he could have, like, is there a way, if he was in the right situation, that this three-point revolution could have come 15 years earlier? And could he have led it? I'd be interested to, to know that from him. Um, okay, who's your, let's go with your three, four, and five. All right. I can do Isaiah Thomas, right? Sure. Not the not the Pistons one. Uh, Celtics, Celtics Isaiah Thomas. One. And the Kings. Yeah, and okay. the Horns and Cavs. Right. He's, yeah, yeah. He was around. Yeah, so um, I especially want to ask him how he felt, how he kind of got betrayed by the Celtics, how they didn't really tell him how his injury would, well, you know, affect his game, and then they told him that he could still play. I want to ask him if he, you know, still wishes that he was in the NBA. I mean, I'm sure he does because probably had a lot of fun playing in the NBA. So yeah, that's what I want to ask him. Okay. Um, Yao Ming, same reason, injuries. I want to ask him, do you think he would have been a very dominant center? If he was when he was healthy. He was, yeah, he was. He, he was. he was actually pretty good at scoring from the mid-range. I mean, I think that's, being 7-6. That's good. I mean, it'd be, it'd be, great, yeah, to, it'd be great to know from, from some of these guys, um, could they have done anything differently in their career? Yeah. Do they think to manage their injuries better? Like, what would they have done differently for their injuries? Is that kind of what you were thinking? Yeah, yeah. Kind of, kind of. Because I know that, I know that, um... Ooh, I, I read a story. I, I read a story about Derek Carr. He's a quarterback for the for the Raiders right now, or is he still on the Raiders? Well, anyway, he's a quarterback in the NFL. I think he's on the Raiders. No, no, he's not on the Raiders. Where's Derek Carr now? He's somewhere. Um, I don't follow the NFL as closely as the NBA, but but he said you know he idolized Kobe. Kobe. Kobe was his favorite athlete, and I think when Kobe was alive, he asked Kobe, "What is the oh. one recommendation that you would give oh, yeah, I think to a young athlete?" And he said, "To stretch." 
so I wonder if things like that if if some of these guys that you're talking about um, if who had their careers cut short by injuries if stretching the magic thing or what is it that they think they could have done to prolong their career so I think that'd be a really interesting thing to ask those guys Um, I'll do my my four and five uh, uh, three and four and then you can do we'll each do our five actually I'll do three four and five and then you can do your five okay so I have Manu uh, Kareem and Oscar Robinson so Manu is a little different Manu Similar reason, actually, to what I came up with before for Draymond and Jokic, which is Manu was not somebody who came to the league with everybody thinking he was going to be a great player. But he ended up being a great player. So what is it that made him a great player? And is it training? Is it his mentality? Is it coaching? I'm sure it's all those things, but I'd love to know more from him in detail on like what exactly he thinks the components were that led him to be a great player. Obviously, there's a lot of it just, just inside of him. Yeah, yeah. Um, did he think he was going to be a great player? Did he have that belief in himself always? You, or? I feel like you have to. I mean, if you take a story, like, this is kind of unrelated, but Jason Tatum said he he never called himself a superstar with someone else. You have to believe yeah. you're a superstar. You have to believe you're the best player. To I think I think you're right, but there's believing it and there's like really believing it. There's believing it. There's telling yourself that it's true, but like not really believing in the back of your mind, having your doubts. And there's really, there's no doubt in your mind that you are going to be an NBA superstar. And I think even as strong as your belief can be in yourself, we talked last time about Benedict Matherin, like somebody who really believes in himself a lot. Thought he should be like the number one pick. Um, the question is like, how much doubt do you have in the back of your mind? And can you make that go away? So I think some people don't have it. Some people don't have that doubt. Some people do and they can't make it go away. So it'd be interesting to see how he thought. I have Kareem and Oscar Robinson for the exact same reason, which is both of them were great, were great players in their time. Both of them broke the mold a little bit. There weren't players like them before. No, or... They were a dynamic duo. Kareem and Big O. And Big O. But uh, I mean, that's not, not why I want to talk to them. Yeah, I really want to understand a little bit more about what they think about the modern NBA game. I've heard people ask before, how are these players doing today's NBA? I don't think that that question makes any sense because the training's different. The drills are different. The game's different. So I don't think it makes any sense to try to compare players from different eras like that. But I am interested in what they think of the current era. Because for me, being a fan of the NBA for the last 30 or so years, I find this to be the most exciting brand of basketball I've seen in the NBA. Way more exciting than the 90s, 2000s, you know. Um, I think that this era is just a lot more exciting. So... I'd love to know what they think, how they would like to play in the NBA today if they were younger. Uh, would they enjoy it more than when they played, or, or how, how would they feel about it? Um, so that's my three, four, and five. Who's your five? Nate Robinson. Nate Robinson, okay. You Why know, Nate Robinson? I think he won the dunk in what, two, three times? I think he won three, actually. The fact that you can win, a, I mean, he wasn't the greatest player, but he, he, he had a pretty good jump shot. The fact that you could win a dunk competition, and you're like... 510 59 five, and you you're going up against guys like Dwight Howard and and you can still beat them that really inspires me. I know dunk competition ranks pretty highly in your calculation of of of, of sort of impo- basketball importance. Yeah, well, um, it, it just really impressed me how how it, it's like a spud web but I think Spud Webb only won once. If you are able to win more than once and you're like not even six feet tall, that, that's, that's just mind-blowing to me. Plus, the judges have already seen your dunks before. You have to do something else yeah. to impress them. So, yeah, that's a great point. Okay, so we're going to take our first break. We will be right back with uh, section two, three, and four of our podcast. Welcome back to the second episode of I'm Him. We're going to talk now about ranking the teams 
for 2023-2024 season in the Western and Eastern Conference from worst to best. So we're going to start with the Western Conference. We always start with the West because our favorite teams are in the West and we think the West is the most exciting overall, right? Yep, let's start now. Okay, I was going to do my bottom five first. Um, maybe this, this list probably isn't the typical expert list. I have a couple surprises in here, um, but let's talk through it. I'll talk through my top five. You talk through your top five. Uh, or sorry, we should say bottom five. Yeah, yeah. And um, let's compare. So I have in last place the Rockets. I think the Rockets will have the worst record. Blazers behind them, and then Spurs, Mavericks, and then the Lakers will be the last team that does not make the playoffs this year, is my prediction. Um, comparing it comparing it to last year, last year we had Spurs in last, then the Rockets, then the Blazers, then the Jazz, and the Mavericks. I'm having the Jazz move up. Um, and I'm having the Mavericks kind of stay where they are on sort of the bubble of the, of the playoff, uh, and the Lakers moving down. What do you think, Aiden? Who's your bottom five in the West? All right, bottom five. Blazers. Um, so Blazers in last. Yeah, Rockets, Spurs, Mavs, and, yeah, the Jazz. Okay, so the main difference we have is just the order, uh, and you have the Jazz out, and I actually have the Jazz in my next group, um, and you have the Lakers somewhere higher up. Yeah. Okay, so, so next for me is Timberwolves, Pelicans, Jazz, Clipper, and Thunder will be the next five teams. Those teams all make the playoffs, seeds five through ten. Um, obviously, you know, seven, eight, nine, and ten are in the play-in, but they're making the playoffs. So um, that's my list. Again, I think the Lakers just miss it. I think the Lakers regress a little bit. Timberwolves just barely sneak in. I think the Pelicans are going to get better than they were last year. Um, so... I think we have to wait and see on that. Pelicans were the 10th seed, um, and I have them as the 9th seed, so I guess that's not that much better. But um, I do think they're actually going to take a, take a step forward, assuming they have health. And I have the Jazz taking kind of a big step up. They were, the 11, they were in the 12th spot last time, um, and I have them right below the Pelicans, so that puts them in the 8th. Um, and I really do think that... Some of the success we saw last year with Markin and Clarkson and that and the team they have over there was not a fluke. And they maybe decided to tank towards the end of the season so they could get a better draft pick. Um, or maybe other teams got more serious. But I thought we saw in the beginning of the last season could carry over and we could actually see some real growth there. I really like the squad they have there. Yeah. Um, um, so that's the, that's my uh, uh, 10 to 5 list. Yeah, well, well, going back to the Lakers, mm-hmm. maybe they'll get Brownie. Maybe well that's that's not this year that's next year. Right? It isn't. Yeah, it's oh. not. It's not this. It's not this season. It's the. Oh season. yeah, I guess. Um. So who who do you have for for ten nine eight seven six? Um. Wait. Let me look at my list. Hold up. Ten nine. Oh, ten nine eight seven six. Wait. Hold up. I want to look at that. Um. All right. I got the T. Okay, here's T wolves. Um. I got the Lakers, the Pelicans, and the Clippers. Right. So see. you have T Wolves, Lakers, Pelicans, Clippers, and then you have Kings. Oh yeah, Kings. I forgot about them. Any anything to mention here? I mean, well, I think we're kind of aligned. I have Timberwolves just making it. You have Timberwolves just making it too. Yeah. Um, but you have the Lakers and I have the Jazz. So that's really the only real difference here. Um, do you expect any of these teams to? You have the Clippers a little higher than I do. You have, you have, you have the Clippers as the. Uh, you have them as the sixth seed. Oh, sorry, you have them as the seventh seed. Yeah. I think I have them as the ninth. So you think Clippers are going to have good health this year? Is that yeah. is that why? Well, if, if PG's healthy and he's motivated, do you have a motivated Russell Westbrook? 
spread. I okay. see them going pretty good. You and I both see the king slipping. I have the kings in the five seed. You have them in the six seed. Maybe we can talk about the kings real quickly. Um, why do you think they slip? Um, the Western Conference got better. That's basically the only reason why. I don't think they're bad or anything. But the kings didn't get much better. No, they didn't get much better. So, yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Um, so my top five is in order from worst to best. In the top five, I have the Kings, the Grizzly, the Warriors, the Nuggets, and the Suns, I actually think, end up finishing in first place in the West. I don't know how they're going to do in the playoffs, but I feel like, feel like they're a great regular season team. Um, and, yeah, I think Warrior, Warriors in the three seed. All right, yeah. What does yours look like? All right, um, so I got the Thunder, um, the Warriors, Grizzlies, Nuggets, and Suns. So we both agree on, on the Nuggets not finishing in first. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I they think, could, they could, though. And I think we both have the Thunder moving up. I have them in the sixth, you have them in the fifth seed. Yeah. But we both agree the Thunder are going to take a big step forward. Yep. Based on Josh Giddy and Shea Gilders-Alexander and all the folks they have over yep, there. Young. Okay, great. Uh, so I think we can go to the East unless there's anything else you wanted to call out there. Nope. So let's on, head to the east. On the okay, let's head to the east. Do you want to go through your worst five first? Um. Yeah. Sure. All right. So Wizards at the the, the worst team. I mean, I just I don't know. I don't, I don't. I mean, I just don't see them being good. You know, the Kuzma and Pool's gonna take in the playoffs. I, I I think they're both gonna be good. Just the team's not good. So Pistons, uh, second worst. Well, I don't know how to explain. The the they're just not. I see I see them being good in a couple of years. Not, not right now, though. Just too young. Too young. I know you like Kate Cunningham, but they're just yeah. too young. Uh, yeah, they are too young. Magic, I don't know. I actually don't know. I feel like the Eastern Conference has gotten better. Magic haven't really done much. They lost Bobo, which is kind of bad for them. Uh, they drafted pretty well, though. I just, I don't know. I don't see them making the playoffs I mean, right Paolo now. could continue getting better. But yeah, Paolo and... But do they have the uh, other Franco. pieces on their team, too? Not really. Markel Fultz, if he's healthy, he's going to be good. Um, The Hawks, yeah. So, Hawks made the playoffs last year. You have them missing this year. Yeah, I have them missing it. I mean, you can't. it's kind of hard to build around Trey Young. I mean, I just don't think they have the right pieces. Uh, Hornets are moving up, and but, yeah. But still missing the playoffs. Yeah, they're still missing the playoffs, but I think they're going to get better and better. For reference, last year we had the Pistons in last, Hornets second to last. So, you have them moving up quite a bit, actually. Magic, uh, Wizards, and then Pacers. So Pacers actually is not in either of our lists because I have Wizards, Hornets. Uh, Hornets was your fifth uh, worst. Hornets is my second worst. Pistons, Magic, and I actually have the Heat. I think the Heat are just going to miss the playoffs. I know that's kind of surprising since they made it to the Western Conference Finals. Eastern. But I, sorry, Eastern Conference Finals. The finals they, actually. they made it to the actual Finals. Yeah, you're right. Eastern Conference Finals the year before and the actual NBA Finals last year. Well, oh, yeah. So... Well, this this year is calendar year, but yeah, last yeah. last season. I think that there has to be some hangover for all that disappointment. I know it's a big accomplishment to make it to the NBA Finals, but I don't think the Heat have made any moves, at least nothing major that I can think of. I know they're trying to get Damian Lillard. I mean, if they do, they're probably going to be like a three seed. If they do, but let's just assume they don't. Because yeah, it I, doesn't seem like that's happening yeah. yet. So let's just say everything stays the way it is. I think there is, is going to be a big letdown. There's going to be a belief that the management's not doing what they need to do. I know there's a great heat culture, and people talk about that. Yeah. But there's it has to be a point where the patience runs out if they're not going to put the pieces in place. I mean, the Heat did it last year with people nobody expected. Like G League players. Basically. The, the real final MVP, Caleb Martin. <laughs> well, <laughs> maybe. Um, but 
I think you just can't keep doing that over and over every year. You can't keep exceeding expectations by that much every year. So I expect a regression. Unless, like we said, they, they make something. Unless Bam move. makes another All-Star. I mean, well, I mean, they, they, need, they need more than Bam making the All-Star. They need Jimmy make the All-Star. Then you can play average like 50 points a game. <laughs> and they need, yeah. Yeah, okay. If Jimmy averages 50 points a game, I'll give them, you know, a two-seat. But yeah. I don't think that's happening. So... I'll do my next five, and then you can do your next five. So next I have the Raptors, just barely making the plan. The Pacers, taking a step forward. Hawks, Knicks, and Bulls um, make the uh, 10 through 16 for me. What, what did you have? Um, so I have the Raptors, the Heat, the Pacers, um, uh, the, wait, yeah, the, Knicks. the Knicks, and the Sixers. Okay, so you and I agree on the Knicks taking a step back. Yep. Because the Knicks, weren't they like a four seed? They were. Hold they up. were a five seed. They were a five seed last year. Um, Who did they play again in the playoffs? Oh, the Cavs, yeah. They played the Cavs and they beat the Cavs. Cavs were a pretty big favorite in that series, but they beat the Cavs. So um, we, both, we both have the Knicks taking a step back and the Pacers taking a step forward. You have the Heat in, I have the Heat out. Um, I have the Hawks in, you have the Hawks out. So we'll have to see how that shakes out. Um, both of us say the Raptors barely squeak it. That's Raptor culture there. Um, I like the Raptors. I know you do. But the Bulls. Okay, give me your top five. Give me your top five. Top five. In the East. All right. The East. Let me look. So, um, Nets, Bulls, Cavs, Bucks, and Celtics. And I had Nets, Sixers, Cavs, Bucks, Celtics. So I think Wait, we, where are the Bulls for you? Bulls. The Bulls are oh, actually uh, in, the in, in the Bulls. The Bulls are in the sixth seed for me. All right. Nets are in the fifth seed. And you have you have the Nets in the fifth seed, um, but you have the Bulls, have in, the the Bulls in the fourth seed. the Bulls in the fourth seed. Wow. Yeah. So we basically, I think, we, I think you basically just swapped Sixers and Bulls. You, you, I, I have, I have Sixers. You have Sixers in the sixth seed, which fits with the name pretty well, actually. Yeah. Uh, but but uh, um, I have the Sixers in the fourth seed. I think Sixers will will definitely head it backwards, but they won't go that far down the list. Um, and I guess we, we should talk about the top. So we have the same. We have the Cavs, Bucks, and Celtics. I think I was really impressed with what I saw with the Cavs last year. I think they're going to continue to, to improve. Um, Agreed. I think that the Bucks aren't going anywhere. They still have a great team. They should probably stay where they are. I think Celtics have another shot of winning a championship. They're one of the favorites Who to win knows? a championship this year. Maybe they'll have like 20 finals appearances and never win. Possible. Um, they have Przingis now, so Last that'll add a different dimension. They lost Marcus Smart, but they, you know, we'll have to see how that, how that works out. That's a big L for them. You think so? You'd rather have Smart than Przingis? Yes. Porzingis. I mean, they're completely different players. Yeah, but Przingis can't stay healthy, so. We'll see. Maybe this is the year. Yeah, maybe. I'm rooting for Przingis. Okay, so our top three in both conferences, we both have Celtics, Bucks, and Cavs in the East. And in the West, I think we have the same top three also yep. um, with the Suns. The Nuggets and the Warriors. Oh no, you picked the Grizz, didn't you? Yeah. Okay, so you have Suns Nuggets, the Grizz. I have Suns Nuggets and Warriors. Yeah. That is it for our second segment. We will be right back. See you. Welcome back to I'm Him, our second episode. We're on our third part where we're talking about MVP candidates and ranking them from one to eight. Um, so I think for this, we'll go in the actual normal order. We'll go in who's going to win and then who are going to be the runners up. So for reference, uh, last year we had Embiid first in voting. Um, and then we had Jokic second, followed by Giannis, Tatum, Shea, Donovan Mitchell, Sabonis, Doncic, Curry, and then there's a bunch of people with like one vote. So I want to talk about who I think is going to win this year and then the rest of the list. So I'll go through my top three. Tell me who your top three are because I think top three is where there's usually some 
question mark. I yeah, think yeah, yeah. beyond that, it's those people don't really have much of a chance, and they get a couple votes. But top three usually there's there's actually some some debate. So I think I think Giannis is going to return to form next year. He's going to be healthy. He's going to dominate like he Always can. Does. He should he should really be in his prime at this point, yeah, and he is in his prime. Yeah. So I, I, th I think he's going to continue to do, do a great job, and we'll see him go to another level next year. So I think he's going to get his, I believe, third MVP. That's my prediction. Behind him, I have Tatum. Tatum's going to take another step forward. Before he was fourth in voting, it wasn't really... He got no first-place votes, no second-place votes. So he was he was not really close. Uh, he was in the conversation at some point during the year, but he wasn't really close. So I think he's actually going to take a big leap forward. He's going to become the guy in Boston. Um, you know, They have Jalen Brown as well, who's now, I think, the highest-paid player in, in the league right now. But Who knows if JT's going to be good in the playoffs? Well, that's... But the MVP is about the regular season. But that's a great, great question. There should be a playoff MVP, even if... Even if your like team loses, yeah, that'd be kind of dope. That's a good idea. Playoff MVP. Yeah. You think it would be different than the Finals MVP though? No, 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 no. It, it'd be for the player who played the best. Even if you're, it doesn't matter about your team if you make the finals. Like. Yeah, I mean it's a good thing, but like, what if what if somebody plays fantastic but they get eliminated in four games? Well, I, I don't know. You know, they, they score forty five points a game. I guess the question is like, do you have to play in at least two series in order to get that uh, qualify? Probably. Yeah, probably. Probably nobody will vote for you unless you play. I like two the series. idea: playoff yeah. MVP and and, and finals good. MVP. Yeah. Now they have Eastern and Western Conference MVPs. That was new last year. Oh wait, so there was only one MVP. What do you mean? The finals MVP? There's the finals MVP, and then there's Eastern Conference Finals MVP and Western Conference Finals MVP. Those are new awards last year. You know, but before that, there was just the finals MVP. Before that, it was just the finals MVP. Oh. Mm. So, yeah, I mean, more awards are great. People like awards, so yeah. we should have like, a playoff, like the playoff new, MVP. Like the new clutch player of the year. Yeah, people All like right. that. Okay, so, and then third eye of Jokic. I think Jokic has already won two MVPs. I think I think at a certain point people are gonna get I hate to say it, but Jokic's game is not always the most flashy, and people m voters might not they might say, hey, we've seen all this before. Like you're not showing us anything new. Yeah, but if you're playing the best, you sh you should get the. I agree. Best you should. Player. I agree. You should. I mean, Jokic maybe should have won last year. He definitely should. But but, but that's the reason he didn't because people said I've seen this before. I've seen like Jokic does this all the time. And he does it in his sleep, and it's not that exciting. MD so, didn't really do anything different. Did he, he scored like thirty. Three points a game, or something like that. Thirty-two points, seven points a game. Okay, well, he was he was up there, and um, I think MB did elevate his team. Maybe not in the playoffs, but he <laughs> did the opposite. But anyway, I, that, that's what I think. I, I think it's not just you make a good point about who should win MVP. Yeah. But there's also another aspect of what do the voters want to see? Yeah. And like, the voters want to see something new. They want to see something different. Like if, or if you're not exciting, if you're boring but you're great. You're not gonna get as many votes as say someone absolutely like like a Derek Rose in a prime. Right, right. So yeah. Yep. Um, okay, so that's my three. Who's your top three? Top three MVP, right? Yep. Who's number one? All right, number one. I think it's gonna be Jason Tatum. Yeah, Jason Tatum. I All think. Right. So I I think JT is gonna go from like I think he averaged what, like twenty nine, almost thirty, thirty. I think he's gonna average like almost thirty two points a game. I mean he he's capable of it. My biggest question is in the playoffs. I think he's good in the playoffs, just he's not great. That's his but problem. that's this awards for yeah, the yeah, season. Yeah, yeah, this awards for the regular season. So you think he can be efficient? Yeah, I think he will be efficient in the regular season. I think he's gonna carry the Celtics to a one seed. Okay. Yeah, Sounds I I great. just I think his I don't know his shooting's great and yeah so he can do it all. Basically. So who's two and three for you? Two and three. Um, two's Jokic. That was really tough. I wanted to put Giannis, but Giannis is. Okay. 
probably for some of the same reasons. Yeah. Uh, and then we can just talk real quickly about about the rest of our list. Um, I don't think we need to, to to go too much into it, but but um, let's just just go through it. And so I I have Shay as my number four. And then I think Embiid's actually going to fall down the list to five. Donovan Mitchell, Curry, and then Luca. That's a big step forward for Shea. Shea was fifth last year, but he got no first place votes. I think Shea's actually going to get like a, a second place vote or, or maybe a first place vote. I think he's going to really continue to step it up. I think his game's unstoppable. And I'm really excited to see what he's going to do next year, especially with some folks who take the pressure off him. He's going to have a bigger supporting cast there with Chet. And so it, it's possible Shea might get even more space and can do even more. So I'm really excited to see that. Um, I think the rest of the rest of them are just Embiid's doing what he's doing, Curry's doing what he's doing, and Luca's doing what he's doing. Luca, in order for Luca to move up the list, he's got to really affect winning more. That team yeah. has to start winning, and he's not going to get any votes at all. He can score thirty-five points a game, but unless he unless that team's winning, he's not going to get very many first place votes. Who's your uh, your your other five? All right. Um. So my four is same as you would say you know i mean he's he's already proved he can dominate um yeah jay i have him at my five six seven eight um so that one oh yeah um i think he's probably actually gonna be donovan mitchell okay so so mitchell's next yeah mitchell he just He's pretty flashy. And he was actually sixth last year. Oh, so. yeah. So I think you're ranking him sixth, too. Um, I have, Who else is going to be on the list? Um, So I have Curry. Okay, Curry seven. Yeah, I mean, I, he's not going to win MVP, obviously. You know. Don't say obviously. He could win MVP. He could win, but, like, it's very... it's very There's a very slim chance of him winning MVP. It's true. I, I think he can get close to it. Okay. Um, and... Who do you have last? Oh, no, well, not last, but who's eighth? Eighth is Embiid. I just... So Embiid's going to fall way down. Yeah. I, I don't know. Is it you just don't like his game, or... I, it's not that I don't like his game. I just feel like he's not... He can... Okay, I'm not going to bring it to the playoffs. I just feel like... It, it, same thing with Jokic, but if you're going to be better on defense, and Jokic is going to be better on offense, I think Jokic has also gotten better at defense. So if, if you're probably your biggest rival is getting better than you, and you're not getting better. He's just going to get better, and he's just going to stay the same. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I think both of us see see him taking a step back from this yeah. kind of individual award. For me, a lot of it's because I think the Sixers aren't going to be as good. Yeah. And, you know, if you have a team that only has, like, 48 wins or 47 wins or something like that, people aren't going to look to the to the person scoring 30 points on that team that they should be the MVP. So I, I, I think that's going to be, be, be a big thing. Okay, so we're done with the MVP. Um, we'll finish the podcast with our next segment which is most and least exciting teams to watch this year right after this thank you all right welcome back to the last part of our second episode we are going to be ranking the most exciting teams to watch coming up to this um, upcoming season in the nba um, and we'll start with the west as usual yeah we'll start with the west um hope you guys enjoy great thanks aiden so I will talk about my top two, All two right. teams I'm really excited to see. Tell me your top two, right. and then and then we'll uh, do the other three. So number one for me is the Thunder. I'm really excited to see the Thunder. We've talked about the Thunder a bunch on here. I'm really excited about them. They're a super young team, but they have some guys who have shown they can do it at a pretty high level. Um, so I'm looking forward to that core, plus Chet. 
when they add Chet Holmgren in, um, yeah, yeah. that could be a really exciting, really interesting team. It's just fun to watch. I think the rules for this for this most exciting teams to watch this year aren't that they're going to win necessarily. Just teams that you want to watch, that you want to see what happens when they're on. It could be exciting players or whatever. Like maybe they only win 10 games. But if they're exciting, they qualify. So I think the Thunder are going to be both exciting and also win games. So I'm excited to see them. Um, and also the Suns. I, I'm really interested to see how Bradley Beal fits in there and what they what that offense looks like, how they share the ball between three I guess, could you call them all superstars? I'm not quite sure, but like, there are three really, three really high players. level NBA players. Three top 25 players, I would say, for sure. In the current NBA? In the current NBA, I mean, Devin Booker's probably in the top 10. Mm, so I would think KD? so. KD. KD's in the top 10. Bradley Beal? Beal's got to be in the top 20 yeah. or so. So, guards, so, so yeah. So, I, I, I think that'll be a really fun team to watch. They could do some amazing things on offense. So, I'm really excited to see that. How about you? Who are your top two? All right, my top two. Number one is going to be, I'm really excited to watch them, by the way. It is going to be the Portland Trailblazers. All right, the Portland Trailblazers have it all, I mean, besides winning games. But <laughs> you, 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 don't need, yeah, you, you don't need to win games when, you're, when you're, well, you're making your fans get out of their seats. So So you're excited to see the dunks? Yeah, I'm, I'm mostly excited to see dunks. I mean, they also have three-point shooters, not the greatest, but not the worst. Um, Yeah, I mean, they have Shaden Sharp. He can fly. They have Anthony Simons, who I think won the dunk competition, and now they're adding Scoo Henderson. So they they obviously have a lot of guards, but Jaden Shaw, I feel like he can play any position really. Um, Scoo's probably gonna be a two guard just because of well his defense. Um, and yeah, I mean if they have Dame, it's gonna probably go different. But do they still have Chauncey Billups coaching? Oh, uh, I think so. Actually, yeah. I'm pre- I'm pretty sure. Um, yeah, I'm just really excited to see them play. And uh, yeah, let's move on to the second one. It's the Thunder. Yeah, I mean, I'm mostly excited to see Chet, you know, how he fits with the system of the Thunder. Uh, Josh Giddy probably setting up Shea and Chet. You know, Chet's probably going to be a monster on defense. I mean, I think he, like, blocks Steph Curry or something. Well, he's got a little height advantage there. Yeah, but that, he he did that when he was, like, much younger, so. Okay. um, Yeah, I want to see them, you know, I want to see, I just really want to see Chet, how he, you yeah. know, fits. Well, and I'm, I'm, I mean, I think as we said, they... They could really be a high seed in the playoffs, possibly. That's possible. Yeah. We don't know. We, I mean, we haven't they, seen they, them. They don't have playoff experience, but... They don't have playoff experience, but, I, you know, in the regular season, it doesn't... You don't need playoff experience to get a good record well, in the regular yeah, season. Yeah. I, I, have them, I have them as as the sixth seed. I think you have them as a fifth. So, so yeah, really cool stuff could happen. Um, okay, let's talk about our next three. So, I have Warriors, Pelicans, and Spurs. Warriors, because they're the Warriors. I mean, everybody loves watching the Warriors. Except for Most haters. People, except for haters. But, I mean, if you like basketball, it's hard not to, to like watching the Warriors. It's just fun. Or it's hard not to like Steph Curry. That's true. Unless you just um, don't like him because you People don't like the celebrating, I guess. But, but I mean, basketball is a game where, where it's a lot. And you know, I I think he takes advantage of it. So so the Warriors are just a fun team to watch. I think they'll remain a fun team to watch. Maybe some of that tension will be gone now that Jordan Poole's gone. So I'm excited for that. Pelicans are are, are a super exciting team, especially if Zion's healthy. If Zion's healthy, maybe not as exciting. I'll probably won't watch as many games. Mm, but I'll fall asleep. <laughs> maybe. Um, and then the Spurs for me was just because I want to see Wembenyama and see what he does there and see Ken Popovich also mold him a certain way. Like, how does he look in the beginning of the season versus the end of the season, assuming he's healthy for that whole time? Yeah. So, so that's my list. Um, who, who are your next three? All right, my next three, I got um, I got the Warriors, same as you. 
mostly just because the Warriors. They, they they have no they they have no play like any other team. I mean, yeah. teams have tried to replicate it. Can't. I agree with you. And as we said the first episode, disclaimer: we are we are Warriors fans, fans, although we're NBA fans, really. Yeah, so well, so I mean, we're NBA fans first, but you know, Warriors fans second. Yeah. So yeah, I, I just got the Warriors. I mean, who's next? Um, next is probably uh, it's gonna be the Pelicans, same as you. Um. If Zion's not healthy, it's gonna be it's gonna be a nightmare. I, I mean, they might give up on Zion, but assuming he's healthy, he's it's gonna be fun to watch. Um, and for my last one is the Clippers. Okay. I mean, the, assuming the, folks are healthy, sure. Um, okay. I just really want to see the, the how how it works. You know, if if they should have got Harden, they're thankful that they didn't get Harden. I just really want to see how they play. Have they made any major moves? No, I mean they got KJ Martin. He, he's yeah, that's hard to call that a major move, right? It's, it's not really a major move, but he he was good on the Rockets. So it's bad for the Rockets. We'll but have to see. I mean, yeah, my, my 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 only concern with them is you know, Paul George and Kawhi Leonard, great players, you know, top hundred all time players. But the question is, you know, they're aging, they're getting older, well, and is. everyone is. But but you know, they're they're at a point in their career where they haven't been healthy recently, and so Paul George has been just not this year. Well, I also the, the the other question I have is not just are they going to be healthy? Is like what are they going to do for load management? Part of an exciting team to watch is you turn the TV on and you get to watch them. You get to see their players. Are they going to be resting every third day? You know to make sure that they don't get injured and have yeah. load management. So I think that 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 takes away from some of the excitement. But I agree that they could be a really exciting team. You know if if, if everybody's playing. Um, okay, let's go to the East. Do you want to give me some of your teams? Maybe top two from the East. Top two. All right. Um, number one, I've oh, got... Oh, by the way, I wanted to interrupt you real quickly. So we, I, one thing I noticed, neither of us put the, the Nuggets on our list, which is interesting. We don't have to talk about it, but it is interesting that the NBA champions are not on either of our lists of most exciting well, to watch. Well, well, well. I think part of it's because you know what you're going to get, you know? Yeah, you, you, you know you're going to probably have a two or one seed, but the, they, they, like, I'm going to watch Nuggets games because I actually like the Nuggets team, but the, it, it, it doesn't get me, you know, out of my seat. To, to watch the Denver Nuggets. I mean, I'd much rather watch, like, the Memphis Grizzlies because they have in-game throwdowns that will get you out of your seat and you'll actually talk about them. Okay. Meanwhile, the Nuggets, who's just going to win games and you're not going to really have, like, this explosiveness to your team. Sure. So that's why I don't have them on my list. Okay, that makes sense. Why don't you go through the East now? All right. Who the, do you have one and two? East. All right, one is the Brooklyn Nets. I just want to see how Ben Simmons, if, if he can, you know, at least kind of be the same player. Um, I really want to see Macau Bridges, how he plays. I mean, I think he'll make his first All-Star this year. He was great for them. I mean, I think that's the reason why they made the playoffs. Same with Cameron Thomas. I just really want to see how they fit. If they, I mean, I think they're making the playoffs. But, um, yeah, how about you? I have the Cavs. All right. And I have the Nets. Um, because I think the Cavs, we mentioned last time that the Cavs were really exciting last year. Uh, their sort of twin towers they have over there, plus Donovan Mitchell, which makes for, I think, a pretty exciting brand of basketball. Plus Darius Garland. Plus Darius Garland. Um, and you have Isaac Cora, who's kind of okay. Yeah, I mean, they have, they have, they have a good point guard. Good shooting Garland, guard. Good, good sh- I mean, really great shooting guard. Great shooting guard. Great shooting guard. And they have... And, and they have oh, okay, small forward. I mean, kind of... Eh. Jared Allen, you know. Jared Allen's a good center. I mean, I guess he made the Mobley. Offense. I mean, they, they, they so the, those two guys I'm excited about, and I'm excited about the pieces they have around them. I don't know what their depth is like. Do they have like a good bench? I'm not quite uh, sure about that, but it's not bad. But that's okay. I mean, 
for an exciting team to watch, you want to watch the starters. So, yeah. so I'm excited to watch them. And the Nets too, like you mentioned. I, I think the Nets are really intriguing. Um, the young, guys, the guys they have young. that can pretty young, and you know, some of like Cam Thomas who can score, you know, 50, 40, 50 <laughs> points on on a night is is I think pretty cool. Um, just give him the ball, give him the opportunity. Yeah. Who do you have for your three, four, and five? Um, I've already my two. Oh, into your two, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, Sorry, uh, two. It, it's the Bulls. I mean, they—they're they, just exciting to watch. I—I I don't know what else to say. So you like Levine? I like Levine. Um, I wish Lonzo was playing. You know, they—they'd be my one if he was playing. But not nah, Demar Rosen. I mean, Andre Drummond. He's not in his prime anymore, but he can still grab rebounds. Drone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they have Derek Jones too. I don't know if he's still in the Bulls actually. I don't even know what happened to that guy. He was a pretty good dunker. Um. Okay. Yeah. So the Bulls. The Bulls. Yeah. All right, um, my three, right? Yeah, give me three, four, and five. All right, three, um, let me think. I, uh, yeah, probably Celtics, actually. Okay, that, Celtics, and, and that's my three, too. Yeah, Celtics, because Tatum's going to be great. We get to see how Porzingis looks there, too. Porzingis probably going to have a We get to see how it looks, looks like when Smart's not there and see yeah. how different the team's sort of defense we looks. We get to see Mal- Malcolm Brogdon take his spot. Um, I really want to see Jalen Brown's worth that contract. What I want to see. That was a big contract. Big contract. I, mean, I love Jalen Brown, he though. He makes like $70 million a year. Yeah, something, something like that. that. That's crazy. On average. But he's, uh, he's, I mean, he, he's, he's a good The one who deserves that most probably is Steph Curry or LeBron. Maybe even Jokic. Jokic doesn't really need that much. Well, you know, anytime, any, anytime new CBA comes into effect, there's... Tends to be a lot of new TV money that, that that's part of it, so it kind of messes all the contracts yeah, up that right. came before it. Four. <laughs> Who's your four? four? Um, Cavs. Cavs. Yeah, it really really exciting to okay. watch. Same reasons. Same reasons for you. And I mean, five. They're five. Eh, I mean, I don't. In the East. Uh, oh, I thought you were talking about Jared Allen. No, no, no. <laughs> Not their five. Uh, Who's your number five team? And we, we we haven't talked about the Bucks. Like, is the Bucks on your list or the oh, Heat Bucks. or or yeah, Bucks? You know, the Bucks. Assuming Giannis is healthy, which he probably will be healthy. Drew Holiday is probably gonna be maybe another All Star. I don't know. I ho- hopefully he. I I think I hope he wins DPY because I'm a fan of that guy. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. I got the Bucks. I mean, Chris Middleton's probably gonna be good. Brooke Lopez getting older. They also added Robin Lopez. Bobby Portis. Yeah. I just want to see how they play, especially Giannis. Okay, I think that's good. Um, I actually have Celtics, Bucks, and Sixers. So, wow. So pretty close. Well, so Celtics and Bucks for the same reasons you mentioned. Sixers, I want to see, I think both of us kind of think and predicted they're going to fall a bit in the standings and and overall be a worse team this year. But I want to know, I I want to see it. I I want to see how it happens. Um, There's a possibility that Maxi just steps up and plays out of his mind. That's that's also possible. Even if Harden's not there. I'm not sure what 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 uh, sort of lineups they're going to use, but I would imagine some of the time he's going to be the point guard. Wait, who's their coach? Not Doc Rivers. No, Doc Rivers got fired. I don't can't remember who they hired. Yeah, I don't know who it um, is. I know the Phoenix Suns coach is uh, the guy who coached the Raptors. Right. Um, can't remember. Yeah, I don't really follow coaches so much. Yeah, but anyway, I I, I think um, I want to see what happens with the Sixers. I, I've always been a Sixers fan, so I I, I just want to see how it. How it happens. Um, so that wraps it up. That's our most exciting teams to watch this year. Last thing that we always end with is, what are you most proud of in your basketball career? Something you're working on or something you're just really happy with? All right. Uh, what I'm really happy with is 
you know, get, getting better, especially on the right side of playing basketball, you know, shooting on the right mostly. Oh, because I'm left-handed and I usually go to the left more often, but I've been working on the right, and yeah. That's good. Yeah. Also from last podcast, they're working on being a leader. That's what I like doing. I'm so it's, glad that you're it, interested it just in that. It brings me joy to pump guys up. So. That's great. Um, for me, for me and my basketball, I'm going to put career in quotes, but for my basketball career, I'm excited that my group of basketball players got together on Monday night. We played actually at Aiden's school. Their gym let us use their use their uh, space. Um, so we got to do that for two hours. And then the next morning I played basketball about like seven hours later. I was, I was, I was back on the court for an hour playing with a different group. So I'm just really thankful that I still get to play team sports at my age, which is 44. It's really a gift um, that in my mid-30s I was able to pick up basketball. I play a couple other sports too, but just the fact that I can still do that and haven't had any major injuries, I'm just really thankful for that and happy that I'm still able to do it because you don't think about it when you're Aiden's age. Um, But unless you're a professional athlete or some high-level athlete, usually team sports just stop at some point when you get into your 20s and so it's just so great that that it gets to continue for me it'll be in the nba we hope but you know we'll see we'll see we'll see about that play as long as you can it's just you know it's 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 a joy that you never really find elsewhere so i think that wraps it up for today any last words aiden oh have a good day well when it comes out probably be like friday something like that yeah something like that um yeah i'll I'll see you guys later i hope you have a good time thanks a lot for listening and we'll see you next time see you next time probably sunday we'll record it and probably come out monday monday or tuesday we'll see y'all later have a great day bye